familiar with the story I know how it ends But I pick up the cards, call a bluff Deal around again Maybe this time is the hand I Get what I need Or I fall again, but either way You will remember I'm a man, I'm a man. 
That's Big Little Lions with Here We Go Again from their great new album Inside Voice. Now, Big Little Lions are an award-winning duo that feature Helen Austin from Vancouver Island and Paul Otten from Cincinnati, Ohio. And they crank out some fabulously addictive folk pop songs that always come with an important message wrapped up inside. To learn more about the new album, we're pleased to welcome Helen Austin and Paul Otten back to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you guys today. Yeah, you too. Very nice to talk to you again. Now, I have to say, I was a little confused because I, uh, when I got the the note about the album coming and we should have a chat, I thought Helen was going to be at home in Vancouver Island and Paul will be on his drums in Cincinnati. But no, you're both on Prince Edward Island at the moment. We are. We're doing a little tour. We actually, we ended, we were here because we were doing Contact East, the uh, showcase. And then uh, we've got a bit of a home roots tour tagged onto the end of that. And yeah. yeah, here we are. That's great. Now, I know the, the live show has become a much bigger part of the band. We'll get to that a little later in the interview. But let's start by talking about this new album, because it's pretty interesting. You really decided you wanted to have a, a theme for this album, and it's in relation to something that affects us all. I mean, we all go through periods in our life where we feel challenged by, you know, our inside voices, or, you know, perhaps we don't feel as stable mentally as we as we should. Um, you know, yeah. uh, you know, struggling with issues of inadequacy or depression or whatever. And I should stop talking about me and give you a <laughs> chance to talk. But tell us about the album. Tell us why you wanted to, to focus on a, a theme of mental health. Well, it came about, it wasn't pre-planned. My dad uh, passed away last September. He had dementia. Some songs just came out of that organically. You know, that's a mental health issue that a lot of people have to deal with we find from our live shows when i introduce some of the songs with that theme that people always invariably come up to me with yeah my father my mother my uncle went through the same thing so other stuff is from my own crazy head which so i i've had a journey with you know depression and anxiety and stuff like that i'm lucky enough to have figured it out for now i'm gonna say (laughs) So it's, uh, and I've also dealt that with that with uh, one of my kids and just uh, realizing that we all kind of, like you said, we all go through that stuff. Uh, I don't think anyone's without a story. And um, yeah, so it just felt like the right thing to do. And especially with the world right now, I think it's, it's becoming more, you know, people are being more open about it, but I think there's also a lot more to be stressed about. So anxiety is on the rise. It is, and, and understandably so. We've got so much coming at us. The interesting thing is that, you know, you, you write these incredibly addictive, and it's funny because I, I wrote that before. I thought, incredibly addictive songs. And I thought, okay, but this is an album about mental health. Maybe I shouldn't be putting that in there. But <laughs> the reality is the the folk pop songs you produce, I mean, really, they're earworms. They, uh, they really you know, get into you. The interesting thing, though, is about your music is it always feels fairly optimistic. And I noticed that, you know, when you produce this album, although, you you know, you're talking about some serious sub- subjects, Paul mentioned, uh, you know, dementia, you've just mentioned uh, depression and some of the other mental health challenges that we all face. But the thing I find fascinating is you also want to try and keep feeling optimistic. I mean, you want the listener to feel Yes, that, you know, that, you know, we hear whatever issues they may have, but at the same time, you want to leave them in a positive place. That's pretty important for you, isn't it? 
Well, I think we're both fairly positive people in general, I, I, even with stuff we're going through. I think that's just who we are. Yeah, and I think the positivity and optimism comes out of letting everyone know that you're not alone going through these things. Not everybody, but it, most people go through these sorts of issues. And I mean, some people do feel alone in it. And when you're in the middle of serious issues, you do feel like you're going through it alone. But I think it's, in other ways, it's to help people, let people know that, you know. And I, I'm, I'm fairly open about stuff I've gone through. And when I'm really open, I've had friends say to me, you give me the permission to talk about what I want to talk about because I just say it as it is. I don't flower it up or anything. And then the last song is called Little Crazy on the album, which is basically saying we are all a little crazy. Nobody, nobody gets out without any craziness. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I think that, you know, you mentioned we all have it. And I think, unfortunately, there are some people we all know have it, but they don't <laughs> seem to know that. And, I know. You know and that's, 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 when, that's when it all goes horribly wrong. I think if you, if you could admit to stuff and talk about it, that's when you, know, you, you take it out of the cupboard and actually, you know, give it some light. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm just back from a Folk Music Ontario conference. And, you know, it's a subject that comes up a lot with creative people, especially because, you know, it's the other side of being creative. Well, that's the interesting thing about this album. It kind of tested our mental. <laughs> it went through a few phases. Um, it took us a long time to write it. We had a, an original version that we were kind of told was a little bland and boring and losing and not with enough energy and missing this and that. And that tests your, that tests your mental state when you're, you think you're happy with something and somebody tells you it's not quite there and it, you go through it and you run through each song and you. And then irritatingly you, they're right. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, they're not, I wouldn't say right, but it, it's a good push. But it does make you reevaluate your yourself a lot, and I don't know. It's just kind of second guess yourself. It was a challenge for sure. Well, it's the most personal album we've written, so it's it was yeah, it was harder to write than the jolly stuff. Well, it's interesting you say that because you know this is the sixth album and six albums working together, and you know despite the fact that you live thousands of miles apart. You would think that, you know, we really know our game. And I, I'm sure you probably had some of those thoughts at the time when somebody said, no, I'm not sure that this is quite there yet. Well, we, I mean, we know how to crank out the kind of the, you know, the jolly stuff. We could do a ton of that, but we wanted to do something different with this album. It's, it's when Paul wrote uh, the song, uh, Where Are You Now, about his dad. And I just went, okay, you've just set the bar for this album. And uh, and I think that that was a, a pressure because we did, we do. Yeah, we wanted to deal with stuff that was actually meaningful. Not to say that our other albums weren't. The last one, you know, dealt with political stuff. But Well, I think we've come to a point where we can write a cohesive album with a cohesive theme. In the past, it was a lot of music that we had just written together over a couple-year period that we kind of pieced together. But this was start to finish written for this album, every song. Yeah. So so let's uh, talk about the song we started off with. That is Here We Go Again, which was track one on the album. It's a, it's a rather great lead-off track. I think it was the third single that you've put out since you released it. Tell us a little yeah. bit about where you were going with this song. It's about the tenacity that's needed for any artist, I think, because we're not living in a world where it's an easy job. You've got to have that tenacity. You've got to keep going. You've got to believe in what you're doing, and sometimes that's hard. And so it's a little bit of a kind of a pity party, but at the same time going, okay, we're going to keep doing it and we're not going to 
you know, there's one of the lines is, you know, I might need to rest, but I won't quit. And we enjoy what we're doing. And yeah. there are there are a lot of stumbling blocks for all musicians. And it's it would be easy to quit, but we don't want it. Yeah, and that song actually in itself, in its in its life recording <laughs> process, reflects that because it started. It was a different song before the version you heard, and that that was one that was transformed because of push from our publisher and stuff to kind of liven things up a little bit. And so that went through quite a transformation. And we're over the honeymoon period of being in a band together. It's like five years of of, of playing together. We've written for longer, but for playing together is five years. And we still like it, but there's that, you know, there's not that kind of, uh, oh, we're in a band anymore. It's like, oh, this is our job. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I have to respect that because I love the way you work together. And again, you know, the fact that you can work so successfully from so far apart. And to the rest of us, it would appear that you are probably in the same place when you compose other than, you know, I know you do more touring and more dates than you did originally, but it that, that's a testament to the quality of your songwriting and also, obviously, the talent you have both as individuals. I want to go back to play another song from the album. Now, this is completely different. You know, when you mentioned that the publisher said that, you know, it needed a little bit more work, I, I wondered about this song because this is a song that, that is quite different to a lot of what you produce that is Lonely Blue. That was a, another song that stemmed from my experience with my dad. I think when I think about it more, it's, it has a retro vibe for sure. It has a certain time period that it harkens back to. And I think maybe somewhere subtly, there was uh, music from my dad's era that comes into that. And... Um, but it talks about, I mean, he was also depressed as well. You know, I mean, he still had the wherewithal, I think, some wherewithal to know what he was going through. So he not only was dealing with the, the effects of dementia, but also depression and other things like that. So I think um, this song kind of wraps up, not wraps up, but it kind of takes on dementia as well as depression and with a retro vibe, <laughs> I guess it harkens back to the music of my dad's era. The the retro vibe really comes through quite strongly. And, you know, compared to the, you know, a lot of your other songs that are very jointy and upbeat, this, at least at the beginning, is is certainly fairly laid back and thoughtful. It's, it's difficult to have a, a well of inspiration, you know, like that you've described with sadly watching your, your father challenges with dementia, because it is it is becoming more and more of a prevalent problem within our society and there's you know there's very few families that are not touched and this album is you know it's not only dealing with the, for, the, for the people who go through the stuff it's the, the caretakers as well which is obviously what paul was exactly because a lot of people who are caretaking in all of these situations i mean it it, it is a hard road for everybody and um you know the burnout can be extreme in those situations and it's a situation that I found out that uh, our, at least in the States, our healthcare system is not well equipped for. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're talking about it. We'll talk about the live show in a few moments, but let's listen to that song just now. This is Big Little Lions with Lonely Blue from their wonderful new album, Inside Voice. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Lonely blue 
That's Big Little Lions with Lonely Blue from their new album, Inside Voice. Helen Austin and Paula Otten are Big Little Lions. They're our special guests on Folk Roots Radio. Today, they're currently 
in Cavendish, Prince Edward Island. I think they'll be heading their separate ways in a a little while, but we managed to catch up to them at the end of a short tour. And I think you said that you were at Atlantic Contact or something. The the yeah, it was the Contact piece. It's run by Con- Atlantic Presenters. Right. And how did that I, go? That was great. Uh, we had a whole bunch of people from England, ironically, uh, who run a whole network of gigs who were very interested in us going over there. So that's 2021. So we have to stay together until at least 2021. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can probably manage that. But that that's interesting that they would come across here, I guess, have a wonderful uh, vacation on Prince Edward Island in, you know, September is a great time to be there. So yeah, it was. It, yeah, it went really well. It was probably the smoothest setup. It was lovely. It was. And then <laughs> we and then we carry on from here to Moncton. We're doing some New Brunswick and, and Nova Scotia dates. Okay, before you, and then you'll head home after that. Back to his place on Saturday. We're driving back to his place in Ohio, so we'll have two day drive, uh, and then I head back on Wednesday because I want to hang out with his wife for a while. The thing I love about your story is the fact that when you first got together, you were, you know, both really strong songwriters individually. You're multi instrumentalists. You love the idea of starting to work together to, you know, to create songs that you know you could use to push into media through your publishers. But I don't think you ever really intended it to be a live band at the beginning, did you? Never. In fact, we'd both kind of stopped touring purposefully. We were just going to work from our home studios and never leave the house again. <laughs> And yet now it being on stage together is so much fun that you definitely you're doing quite a few gigs these days, aren't you? We are. We don't we keep the tours short just because we do like being married to the people we're married to, so that's important. Because it's a different way of performing than I have before. It was a nice challenge to try to figure out how to present these songs live. And so yeah, we we definitely make a big challenge for ourselves if you've seen us live. In fact, the last couple of concerts we've actually we swap switched spots. And it's uh, given us a real an insight to what the other person does. So just on a simple song, so I'm hitting a few things and playing a bit, and he's playing guitar and hitting my stuff. So because mm-hmm. I mean, you have so much going on on stage. You know that that's the neat thing. I mean, your sound is much bigger than just the two of you. You know, you've got foot percussion in there as well as Paul's drums, bass, and keyboard. The whole bunch of stuff. It actually sounds really fun. I'd love to see the video of that where you finish one song and then suddenly swap over and and continue. Actually, there's one on, I think it's on Facebook. I think we posted one where we do a Ring of Fire cover. And yeah, so it's somewhere on Facebook. That's that's so good. And the new songs, I mean, do you find that you talk more about them than maybe before and some of the other songs? I know, I guess the political songs may have also brought that sort of interaction out with the audience. But these songs, particularly with talking about something so personal as dementia within your own family. Well, yeah, it's, tricky. It's, it's an easy. It's easy for, for for him to talk about his dad. I think that's because that's coming from mm-hmm. a a good place for Paul. Yeah, I think they are more cohesively themed, so it it is easier to introduce them. Some um, some of the ones that I've done more lyrics for. It, it's uh, stuff that maybe shouldn't I shouldn't I don't I don't want to bum people out with certain stories. There's one song the other night that I didn't even realize it, what it was about until I was sick. I know, I'd written the lyrics, but I was thinking, I don't know where this came from. And it came from a situation I'd been in, which I can't say publicly, but it was like, wow, okay, that's that was that. Hmm. And it was from a t- time where I had to let some people go from my life. Hmm. Now, as you say, we've all, we all have these situations. But, you know, I think it's great that you're, you know, that you're so willing to, to open up 
you know, at least some of the conversations. Again, I think the important message is we all do deal with this stuff. Quite frankly, if we don't deal with it, that's when people really run into problems. Exactly. And I know the difference between my brain pre-dealing with it and post-dealing with it. And the difference is massive. But the, but the problem is change is hard. So mm. the journey between those things is, is so hard that I know why people don't do it. So you've had an excellent response from the audience. I imagine people must want to come up and talk to you afterwards about some of the things you've been singing and talking about. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think way more so than in the past. Yeah, because the last time of the I think everyone's so so done with politics. I mean, we can't get away from it, but this one is is something that it does it brings people together rather than divides them. Yeah, and uh, that that came through very strongly in the interview we had last year actually around this time of year because it was at the Folk Music Ontario conference about it's really yeah. important to to try and make sure that people, you know, get left in a positive situation afterwards. Otherwise, you know, who knows what you would be wanting to do. Exactly. <laughs> what are the next few months going to bring? Uh, have you got many tour dates planned, uh, different places you'll be heading to? Uh, after this one, uh, we are going to... Uh, November. Midwest. November, we're going to be in the Midwest. Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, Minnesota Iowa, then Nebraska. Nebraska. Now that's great. And best place for people to learn more about Big Little Lions is your website and social media, biglittlelions.com. You know, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you. I wanted to thank you again for, for spending time with us today. I'd like to finish with another song from the album. Now, I want to finish with I Can Have It All because, you know, when I was listening to this, I thought, oh, my God, I think these guys could turn into the Flaming Lips. (laughs) <laughs> that was my first thought. I mean, there's a little beetling on some of the other tracks, but I thought, no, this one, I was, you know, I, I'm curious about the song. Uh, t- let's talk about it and let's talk about, you know, the sound that you're creating here. There's always been a Beatle influence in my writing. There, there's definitely a lot of major to minor changes. In the whole in album, the, there's a lot the of major to minor changes. It was, yeah, the Beatle trick. But as far as thematically. Well, thematically, it's, it was said earlier, it's, um I can have it all. Basically, we can have it all, and it's not really good for us. It's aimed at well, younger people, but ourselves too. It's it's easy. We thought it was aimed at younger people. Then, when you take stock of yourself and what you're mm-hmm. doing, as you're talking about younger people and you're on your own device, you know, it's like I think we're all guilty of this. What's kind of been relinquished on us as far as everything at our fingertips. You don't have to make any effort, and and this comes back to the mental health issues, like. It's too easy these days to take a pill to solve a problem. I think pills absolutely have their place, and I would, you know, I'd be not happy without them. <laughs> but um, sometimes you need to go through something and come out the other end mm-hmm. without the pill, without the or or the anything, whatever the crutches, alcohol, drugs, anything, and actually figure it out. And then enjoy the drugs <laughs> rather than <laughs> using them as a as a way to block everything out. Yeah, when I certainly think that, yeah, being talking to people is by far the most important thing that helps move people forwards with a little bit of drug therapy added in there for certain. Absolutely. What about the the Flaming Lips thing? Because I, I really thought, you know, the way some of those harmonies change, uh, it sounds a little bit about, you know, the some of the things that they do. I was especially thinking about the Yoshimi album. Um. I wouldn't say Flaming Lips. I mean, I, I like the Flaming Lips, but I'm not a big follower of them. But I think that's kind of a universal trick these days. I mean, you know, you have, you go back to the Beatles. 
Uh, you go back to Ben Folds Five and their harmonies and other, and there's there's quite a few. I mean, I like a lot of acts that use two, three part harmonies. A lot of those are in the music that I listen to. So I think it was just naturally came out. And it's just fun to kind of play around with different style of harmonies and different chord changes and, and see how we could use those old standard Beatles kind of tricks. And, yeah. and then we had to try and figure out how to play it live. Yeah. <laughs> That's there, are, there are trumpets on these songs and there's lots Strings. of cello. And um, it was an extra challenge to see how to present this. Yeah, we need this. We need some extra arms. And Helen has learned how to play bar chords a lot better. I have because there's <laughs> lots of major to minor. I'm like, okay, I used to. I'm a bit of a wimpy guitar player sometimes, but yeah, I've strengthened that finger. I'm good. <laughs> you are so creative. It's such a pleasure to talk to you each time, and I love it that you've you know you're bringing this important conversation forward. So kudos to you for that. We're finishing with Big Little Lions with I Can Have It All from their great new album, Inside Voice. And Helen Austin and Paul Orton, it is always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Jan. Somehow 